Hey, welcome to Beats, Rams and Debate. Today, we're going to be talking about Nas's recent album, King's Disease 2. And I'm joined by three great guests. So, my name's Jordan. I'm Idris. Myself, I, Judah. And I'm Jojo. Cool. So, we're going to start off with everyone um, giving their rating out of five to the album. So, myself... Um, I thought I'd never say this, you know, past, past dramatic. Maybe it was written. But um, this album gets 4.2 for me, man. Mm. I like this album a lot. I really, really like it. And I think um, the reason why I like it so much is, is that it's almost like a redemption for Nas, for me. Because um, there's been a lot of question marks around his legacy, you know, where some people argue that if you remove Illmatic from his catalogue, that his catalogue's looking kind of shaky, you know? And I think someone with his status, it's a little sad when you have such question marks over his actual contribution, mm. you know, to the culture. And I think that this album really kind of rounds it off for me. To where it's like, do you know what? If you leave on this album and never make another one, I'm happy. Because he just felt so comfortable. And not so much like comfortable as far as um, not looking to push the boundaries of anything. But more so just comfortable within himself. You know, and I think that really kind of resonates with the music that he made on this on this project. Where he's not really chasing anything, you know. Mm. You Interesting. Know? I will give it a three, um, three out of five. The, the Who put this man's next to me, man? The reason why I give it a three is because um, Nas is an elite rapper. He's that he's that top of the food chain when it comes to lyricism and and, and wordplay. And I don't feel like he was wowing me on this album with his wordplay or his his lyricism. I feel like a lot of the bars, some of the, I mean, some of the bars that I found weren't as amazing. They weren't very clever. They were just very plain for me. And I'm like, the music is great. Hit Boy, fantastic job. He flowed really well with some of the songs and even the features complemented quite the, he complemented the album really well. But for, for Nas, uh, I wanted more lyrics, like awesome lyricism. And I didn't get that from this album, unfortunately. Okay, cool. So, yeah, that's a free I think that's a good starting point. Okay. Well, I'll give um, this album a 4.5 to 5. Okay. I, I could give it a 5. Okay. Learning from previous... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Learning from previous... You get me? I'm saying I'm going to give it that little leeway because I don't want to have to... <laughs> You feel me? But I'm giving it a 4.5, a strong 4.5 to 5. But it done everything it needed to do for me, man. I'm a Nas fan. He's in my top five. Um, And I just believe that it showed growth. It showed maturity. It showed comfort. It showed swag. It showed style. It showed panache. It was just top flight for me, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get me? Like it was, it was, tuxi- I, it was yeah, that tuxedo man. level level kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can play that album from track one and just let it play. Yeah. And I can go back even a couple tracks sometimes and I'm like, oh, that one hit me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's got that feel to it. 
So with that being said, I give it that rating, man. We we'll go deeper into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I have to agree with um, Judah. Definitely a 4.5 for me. For me, this album, it showed you why Nas is Nas. Like, why he's a godfather. The beat choices, even the sort of chemistry he has with Hitboy from King's Disease that came out last year. They come out within a year and he's still this good. I think it's just an amazing album. The features on it as well, some were a bit iffy for me, but I'll get into that. I was expecting a lot better. What book you with the hoodie? No, not even that. It was the Eminem one that was a bit iffy for me. Okay. To be was the utmost display of maturity. Someone like Nas, yeah, for me, I always judge him by his earlier albums and showing the growth from where he was with Illmatic to it was written to the sort of mafioso style to now this yeah. grown man who's like, it's sort of like he's preaching to you as an educator, but I'm humble, I'm doing this, my business moves on the side. It's just, to mm. me... He's like, you'll make your mistakes, yeah. but this is yeah. like the role. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. he's kind of showing you the path to walk down. For me, I can't not give this album a 4.5. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um... Yeah, I think um, I think there's a few interesting things that we can really touch upon here. Um, firstly, I guess we can then go in order. Yeah. As far as um, as far as like your criticisms of it. Mm-hmm. So when you're saying that um, you were expecting, I guess, a higher level of lyricism, like what does that actually look like to you? It looks like you have a message that you want to convey, mm-hmm. and you can convey that message, but you can make it. Uh, you can you can you can basically present it in a very clever way so that I get to basically unpick it and I find the the, the intelligence or I find the, the the complexity that you use when you make those lines or the message that you make, um, which I don't think he did that for me unfortunately. Yeah. Like it, there was a lot of great message, like you say, you know, a lot of the wisdom that he was sharing, but it felt like he was just telling it. He wasn't like he wasn't. Nas is Nas, like Nas has that you know great way of picturing. You he's know, multi, he's multi-dimensional. He's multi-dimensional, like he's like multi-layered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't feel like there was that many layers when it comes to the lyricism on this album. But, but can't you? But can't? And I agree with your point. And and to be fair, like I used to kind of like see um, music in that way, particularly hip hop, yeah. and especially like those who, especially rappers who I followed from their inception to their journey to becoming more mainstream yeah right but it's a thing where it's, it was it's, it was difficult for me to truly appreciate something which wasn't multi-syllable or did or didn't have like uh, a heavy dosage of metaphors and similes etc um because for me that was kind of like detracting away from from their pure essence mm-hmm. but then i realized that there was like a distinction between like being a great rapper but also being a great artist. And um, following Jay-Z throughout the course of his career, I think he's someone who's really epitomized that for me. Yeah. Where he says, like, um, what does he say? Um, I dumbed down for my audience to double my dollars. They criticize yeah. me for it, yet they all yell holler. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone can deny that Jay-Z has significantly dumbed down from Reasonable Doubt era. In, in, in the context of how he's delivering his bars. Yeah. But I think as far as the message is concerned, that's always been quite consistent throughout the course of his music. I hear that. And, and I feel that with this project, I get a lot of that 
because I'm happy that he's not having to prove anything to anyone. Mm. Which is why I said before that he just feels comfortable. Okay. Yeah, I feel you. And with, 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 with maturity and the times changing comes a different approach to how you execute your delivery with music. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And we know he's got the skill. We know he's got the metaphors and similes and he knows how to word stories and tell us stories in different ways. But now he's grown. He's wearing suits now. He ain't on the block with that having to break down and, and, and um, sugarcoat the way he says a certain yeah. story because mm. the law might get onto him. Hip-hop feds. You mm. know what I'm saying? Now yeah. he's above all of that. So he's going to talk in more of a relaxed feeling and a relaxed, you understand? Swagger. Level I, of, of, I, of... I hear delivery. that. And you're right in a sense that when you when you reach a, le- a certain level of maturity, you're really not bothered by what maybe, um, I don't know, yeah, like you said, the, 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 the hip-hop police is going to say. <laughs> but on a song like, you know, uh, Death Row East, for example... He's trying to picture, he's trying to bring us to a time when there was a beef happening between East Coast and West Coast and he was, he, he was part, he was, he was part of trying to break, uh, to, to mend that, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that, that situation. Mm. But I don't feel like the storytelling on that song does that properly. I feel like yeah. he just says, let's go back to 96. Or like, I, I just feel like he could have, Painted the picture so much more beautifully. You don't. You, but yeah, I thought he did that. So I, I thought he yeah, did that yeah, great. great. Especially for someone that doesn't even know Nas how we know Nas. Listening to that gives you a little bit of history on. Oh, word! That's what they went through. Yeah. Give somebody that exactly. kind of feeling, but because we've got such an expectation of him for what we know, you yeah. feel like he could have done better. But imagine, this music is for the current as well. Yeah. And those people know him for what they're hearing now, and that to me was a good representation of taking us back to '96. And he's. Mm-hmm. He's narrating a true story as a well. Fa- you see what and I'm saying? The fact that he even spoke about that story on a track, on his album. Yeah, I was surprised, yeah. People go to that album, that story will always be there. And, and, and I think that there's certain, like, there's certain things that a lot of rappers could talk about but don't mm-hmm. because of certain heat that they could they potentially could get, yeah. get for actually saying certain right, things. Because right. I think even in him saying that story, he yeah. was saying it, like, within a really kind of, like, refined kind of manner yeah. because he could have potentially implicated a lot more people yeah. in True. that situation. I actually respected when he was like, let me just shut down this rumour. Like, exactly. This is not what happened. Like, yeah. he's, he's, he's giving us the insight of the story and I, I accept that and I appreciate that at the same time. I still can't let go of the fact that I, I expected something more Nas. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm not saying that I want the Illmatic Nas again. You that's not that's Nas. not the same. But I just want I don't I just I don't know how to express it. But like, I feel like he could just make it more clever. A lot of his uh, bars could have just be more clever for me. Okay. Okay. What, what's your lot thoughts? What's your thoughts on that? Um, I don't have an issue with the cleverness, so to speak. For me, he gave me what I was expecting from him. I wasn't even expecting him. A Nas album this year. Got, like, <laughs> like I said before, Disease yeah. came out last year. We got the second part of the King's Disease but, in a year. But did you actually like the first King's Disease? I really did. I didn't like it. I really. Do you know the track I really loved? It was the one where he brought back the firm. Oh, um, Dr. Dre that and um, yes, Foxy Brown. That tune wicked. was wicked. That's not the best track on album. Nobody was expecting that. No one. <laughs> he brought back the firm. The production on that was Bro. dope. Everything was dope. That was dope. That was nostalgia yeah. at its finest. And then the tune with um, Charlie Wilson as well. Car yeah. 85. Yeah, Car 85. That, that was dope. Yeah, and he got Charlie on this album as yeah, well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, he knows what he's doing now, man. He's at that point of his career 
and he's mature enough and he's paid enough to just be able to do what feels right yeah. and, and, and what, what, what is right to me. You feel what I'm saying? He, he, he ticked all the boxes for me, man. Mm. But I think, I think to your point, um, though, Idris, like um, bringing it back um, to what we were just saying, like there is a sophistication that comes with being able to present what you have to say mm-hmm. simply. Yeah. You know, I think when you're so caught up in how something is said rather than what is being said, then it's a thing where you have people who applaud you for you being technical or whatnot, Mm -hmm. but you don't really touch their hearts. Mm. You know, like for me, like the simplest songs are the ones which I always go back to listen to. Yeah. Um, especially if um, it touches me in an emotional way. I I agree. And again, I'm not saying that I wanted Nas to come on the on the beat and like spaz out or I don't know, <laughs> give us like, I don't know, crazy syllable, multi-syllable, everything like that. I just wanted him to make his bar more clever. Like, I'm not saying that, oh, uh, what he was saying, the message is not is not bad. Like, let's take for example a pair of his, Jay Z, right? On on Jay Z, he has a song where he's like, light nigga, dark nigga, rich nigga, poor nigga, uh, mm-hmm. feel nigga. Uh, like, it's simple, but like, it's smart. It's very simple. Still a nigga. Yeah, yeah. But the message is still very powerful. However, the way he says it is very simple. He's not he's not you know giving us tri- uh, triple entendres, but the way he says it, it's so clever because. You, when you listen back to it, you can pick it out and you can like understand what he's trying to convey. I feel like some of the the, the, the bars here, there was nothing else that you could take out of it except what he just said. Like that that that, uh, that, that example was a bit not that, that was basic. That that nigga that's that's ABC. I don't think that's you can't. That's not yeah, yeah. There's nothing clever about okay. the way he delivered that. That was just. Well, <laughs> I don't think that's I'll find another example. Do you know what? Yeah, like for me, yeah, it's a thing where like when you look at um, the execution of things, okay, then fine. Um, but then concepts are another thing, and mm-hmm. I think when you listen to a song like Nobody, yeah, like with Lauren Hill, yes. That's one of the greatest concepts, yeah, I think I've ever heard in hip-hop, period, mm. right? As far as um, as far as far him illustrating a world where he essentially just doesn't want to be recognised yeah. and wants to be at peace, Yes, you know? Like, the way in which he was able to execute that so simply... Still, kind the way in which he was able to sorry um, the way in which he was able to ex- execute that um, simply made the song come across even more profound, mm-hmm. you know, because it made you digest what it was that he was actually saying. Yeah. Because what he was actually saying was really, really dense, mm-hmm. you know, especially talking about an artist who has been um, at the forefront of this culture for the past 20 plus years, yep. you know, to really bring everything full circle mm-hmm. really, for me, shows a sophistication that can only be truly understood when you really dig deeper into the concepts that he actually has to um, bring about on this album. Okay. I hear that. And one more.
and another thing about the complexity of him being lyrical, it goes over some people's heads. That's what, and yeah. that's like an example of Papoose, for instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's dope. Come on, man. He's a lyricist. He's yeah. complex. He, he, he's he, the way he metaphors and all of his skills are sick. But you're not really gonna pinpoint a Papoose song that really touches you like that because it's too technical. And people yeah. use that yeah, I was saying. I was gonna and, say and that. There was yeah. a time and age where we used to sit down and listen. And, and write open the books and, and you know, like, now, break it down. The, the society ain't doing that. The narrative out here is it needs to be catchy, it needs to be quick, I need to understand it and grasp mm. it now. The so landscape that's what has changed. Adapted yeah. to and still made it cool and swaggy and, you know what I'm saying? That, so it's all. That was, uh, that was going to be my next point. I understood, the, I, I know that in the past, Nas has been criticized for being, like, going over people's head and not being very, like, maybe not accessible, but, like, he would, he would, he would say things and people just won't be able to get them because, it's too clever or it's too yeah it's too it's too great for for people to 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 take in i understand that but i also feel like 20 years in the game you have you have to have a level of master you know you can be enough of a master to still convey a message clever enough to still wow the, the maybe the old audience and stuff like that but still accessible enough for the new audience i feel like he could have found that balance by now and i don't think he has i feel like he went either too simple, or he's either too like lyrical, complex. Yeah. too complex. Um, okay, so but how would you say this has? Um, how would you compare this album to the the one which came before it, the first King's Disease? You ask me first. Yeah. Okay. Um, I prefer this to the first one actually. Okay. But the first one, um, in addition to people saying that Nas is a bit too complex, I think over the years people also criticise his beat choices and his yeah. production. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say, oh, Nas is a, he's the worst um, beat picker beat ever. Picker. I don't agree with that narrative anyway. But, yeah. um, so just hearing that they've gone two albums in two years. Mm-hmm. And Hit Boy is since, I think it was, the track to put him on the map was Niggas in Paris. Yeah. He produced that for Jay-Z and Kwan. Yeah. Then for him to do that within two years, and now they made an album that every single tune for me, personally, I love. There's yeah. not a skippable song in it for me. Same. Yeah, I agree. There's not a skippable song. But with King's Disease 1, I did skip. Really? Yeah, yeah I skipped a few ones, King's Disease 1. It's King's Disease 2, I let play more than King's Disease 1. King's, yeah. Disease, I, I King, King's I, I, Disease 1, I go to the, the, the go-to songs, the, 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 the one, one yeah, yeah. is the in one it, and there's another yeah, one as well, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, there's about three that I go to mm. on King's Disease 1, whereas this one, I'm happy to just let Straight it play and do what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, the second one was definitely better for me as well, because similar to you, I can put this one on and just let it play through and it doesn't feel jarring mm-hmm. um, to listen to. Yeah. Although, like you said, I'm expecting much more lyricism, I still, I'm, I, was, I was still able to enjoy the music and I was still able to enjoy the beats, selections yeah. and the features that, some of the features that came on there. And yeah, it's, it's a nice listenable album. The reason why it gets a three for me is because I want Nas to be more impressive than what he was, unfortunately. I have I hold him to a different standard. I, I think no, and no, 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 I respect that. Um, it's a thing where, um, like for me, like this this album was, it's almost just a completely different album from the first one. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think you can really tell that um, there's been that there's been a lot of chemistry um, that's grown yeah. between them since the first album. Because mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't think um, Hit Boy really captured Nas. That is either Hit Boy didn't capture Nas, or Nas couldn't really rise himself to the level of 
of um of the beats he was given. Yeah. And whereas this project, there's just a brilliant harmony between the two because the beats that are trap, yeah, or have a trap kind of feel or essence, they're not too trap. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think the beats which were um, trap orientated on the first one, it was really trap. Yeah. And he was trying, to, and Nas was really trying to, um, to really kind of reach the standard of what is expected to rap over yeah. a trap beat. Whereas this time around, Nas really was able to bring everything down to his level and really operate within his own. Uh, I would say, I mean, I don't know if, I don't know if it's a different section, but like, can we talk about how he was just really good in the triple flow, like? Rap, Nas rapping with the triple flow, with, with like the southern, southern flow, or whatever, yeah. was actually nice. I didn't, I didn't expect that to be. What tune was he doing that on again? The one where he had uh, A Boogie with YK TV. The one with um, A Boogie or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. got you, got you. Yeah, yeah. A Boogie with the hoodie. Yeah. YK TV. I, I, I think that's one I of like my least. Song. I think that's one of my least favorite tracks. You know. I like it. Really. I don't really like it. Like um. I like it for what it is. That yeah. One doesn't really stand out for me. Yeah, that's that's not one I put. It's not one. That's the one that if I skip a track, it's that one. Fair enough. Because I think from from that one, because the beat was like that, I wasn't expecting any lyricism from him. So I just listened to it for what it was, and I felt like for a person of his generation, he didn't do too bad on the on the on the on the track beat. Hey, yeah, he done he done he done what he needed to do. Yeah, like I just one that is like yeah that one. Yeah, I don't yeah. really yeah. go up there. Yeah, but well, what's the standout tracks for you? Do you know what? Funny enough, the Eminem EPMD. I really like that one. Is a really standout track for me. I really and like that. And that's because yeah. I didn't generally fuck with Eminem. Yeah. Like I just don't really like him like that since <laughs> I've been a kid. Yeah. Hi, my name is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah, get yeah. me? But so I don't. But this brought him. It's like it brought the best out of Eminem. Yeah. Like he just it just worked for me with that one. I, he came with two different flows. He started off with that, then he came and just went off on it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, this is crazy. And then EPM, I think it was good. That stands out for me. I, no, I really, I like how he was able to, um, I really liked how he was able to bring those elements together. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because EPMD, like, they're, they're really, they're really from the golden age of, yep. of yeah, hip hop. Yeah. yeah. The Nas is, you know, I guess, um, from the golden age as well. Well, not at the time. He was really seen as the new school yeah. okay. when he first came out. But yeah. obviously, he would be seen yeah, as golden yeah, age yeah, now. Respect, yeah. And then you had Eminem, who came in after Nas. Uh, after Nas yeah. You know, so you had almost That's three generations. Yeah, I didn't get that. You had almost like three generations. It's like he just seasoned it right like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You had that three generation of rapper. But what I liked is that no one was trying to... Um, like compete with the next person. Everyone just stayed in their lane. Yeah. You know, like EPMD weren't trying to go into triple time like Eminem. Mm-hmm. Nas wasn't trying to go into triple time like Eminem. But at the same time, they all stood and had strong presence on the track because yeah. they said what they had to say effectively. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. I don't, you, you, you <laughs> I think this is a personal gripe I have. I think people live onto Eminem's legacy because of his early albums. Yeah. But for me, Eminem's been trashed for time. 
Okay, but can you say can you say he's a trash rapper or he makes trash music? The music he can relate and rap. No, Eminem can spit. I don't think anybody can debate that. But what he's releasing now to me is trash. No, I completely agree with you on that. That is true. So what he did in that tune to me was like he was trying to race the beat. It was like, oh, let me show you I can rap for. No, no, and you know it weren't working for me. You know, I I agree with you on that. Like I can't really listen to an Eminem album now from start to finish. Like it's, it's insufferable. Yeah. Never, but never, it's a never, thing never. where, like, as far as I think his bars in this particular verse was very corny. Like let's yeah. be honest. But that at the same true. time though, like I just appreciated it for the essence of the track. Yeah, it was I mean, literally people having fun. You know, like, do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it was just nice. To me. It was it just was, a show. It was an exhibition. Yeah, like, it was cool. Like, it just made sense for that track, EPMD, Eminem, and Nas. It was just like, whoa, don't like you put them all together and you've made a decent track like that. Yeah. What like, I will say is though, it was nice because they have worked together. I think there's a tune on Godson that Eminem produced, mm-hmm. The Cross. Mm-hmm. So they have worked together, but it's the first time they've rapped mm-hmm. alongside each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked them to kind of go head to head. Or something that felt a bit more like that. To me, it was like, no, oh, you, want to, you wanted a renegade yeah. second. Yeah. But to me, yeah, something like renegade. <laughs> like but to renegade. me, it was like, oh, Eminem, oh, well, I'm just going to come and spit fast. And I know people are going to love it anyway. Well, he didn't start off us. He gave us this, He gave us two parts. EPMD, we're back in business. He gave us the rap. Business, he, yeah. Then he gave he, us the, let he, me show you. He did ease us into it, but yeah. So what song stood out for you? For me, my favourite song currently is Moments. Moments. Moments to me is like, I just feel like what I said before, it's sort of like a godfather take and everything. It was like moments you can't relive. Then it was like from um, still being a virgin, from having your first swim. Mm. Then he mentioned, I didn't get to meet Muhammad Ali, but my brother did. I yeah, would have yeah. said this to him. Yeah, then yeah. I wish I met Sister Soldier, but she's still alive. But I'll tell her this if I see her. Like, yeah, moments, yeah, that, moments, yeah that, that was concept. Moments, man, to me, I love moments. Um, Nas is good. It wasn't a stand-up for me. But store I run, like store run. Cool. I love store run. Store run is no, yeah. Nobody? Nobody, yes. Do you lot want to get into that now? <laughs> we can do. We can do. I'm not yeah, we can do that. Because do I that. feel that's good. Because of Lauren Hill, I feel we're going to have to dive into Take some time on Okay, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, go on. I do like nobody. Mm-hmm. There's a bar Lauren said to me, it was like, Lauren, I love you, but please allow it, innit? Yeah. What was yeah. that? The one about... Um, I'm saving souls. You complain about my lateness. I was like, sorry, people are paying to see you turn up on time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel you. Yeah, I feel people you, are I feel paying you. 50, 60 pounds to see you. Like, you're not doing it for free. Don't. You know, you know, what's interesting? You know what's interesting? Yeah, like what I'm coming to realize here is that there's a massive difference in perception um, between um, people who listen to artists and the artists themselves mm. like to as far as the the work in which they create the artist sees it in a completely different way yeah relative to um the listener mm-hmm. right because let's be honest that like, most listeners um experience music on a very surface level mm. you know whereas to them like there's deeper intricacies to it which if they're not really appreciated or even noticed they don't even respect your opinion. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I think Lauren Hill is definitely someone um, from that cloth who sees themselves as here as far as their art is concerned. Mm. And if you can't have certain conversations concerning it, don't even speak to me. 
Yeah, she has that. You know, it's it's, it's like when you look at it, yeah, it's like her saying like you're complaining about my lateness. It's her saying you're lucky that I even show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the cockiness. That cockiness. That is not. It's not appreciated. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that. To be fair, she's a woman that I believe deserves to have that attitude. What a little bit because with what she's been through and the scrutiny and the the blackballing, the cancelling, and the whole. Listen, her ticket yeah. ain't been easy. Bro, you know? I hear, you, you, I hear that. People yeah. are paying sixty pounds to see you. Yeah. Better turn up on time. Bro. But not, no, not I, just I, that. I, I do get that. That's just basic yeah, manners. Free. That's manners. Yeah, That's yeah, just yeah. manners, exactly. And so I, for me, yeah. it's like there's nothing that the industry has done to you that you can justify why you're turning up late consistently exactly. over many years to your fan bro, base. I believe like, there is trauma, post-traumatic fucking stress disease is a serious thing. Excuse my language. I didn't need to be so crude. But, <laughs> no, but it's very deep. You get me because. Every show she does is a pre. There's something pre from before what passed that has hurt her yeah. to what she has to deal with before that show again. So if she's late because she has to psych herself up or meditate or pray or hold her meds to make sure she's not, you get me, doesn't wobble before, then maybe that's the reason why she's not in your schedule. In we're, the not talk, if it's a, we're human in it. Yeah. A one off, people are late. Yeah. Roll. She has built a name for being late. But, to but, hey, but, 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 but to that point, though, but to that point, <laughs> but to that point, put, to, to, to your point, though, yeah, this is the thing. This is what I don't get, yeah? Like, we're saying this, right? And we're saying that she's built up a reputation, blah, 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 blah. But people still buy tickets to see her. That, again. And, and also, and we're not, we're not just saying people buying tickets like, okay, I bought a ticket. We're talking about her selling out arenas. I agree with that. But that doesn't mean that we can't, acknowledge the criticism because Drake is putting out trash for the last five years and people are still streaming it. That doesn't mean that the album is not trash. Her being late consistently is poor professionalism. Yeah. But we if can't it, we can't excuse that just because people are still but, buying you, but, it. but you don't but you don't you don't you don't measure you don't measure artists right by their professionalism. You measure artists by their aura, right? This is the thing that like, that's this is all building into the mystique of Lauren Hill. That this has made her name survive in this present day and age like the fact that um she the fact that she her professionalism is so poor and she's basically saying i'm up here and all of you are my minions right <laughs> is essentially creating that um that distinction even further between her and the rest of us so like it's, it's more than just it's more than just her being late it's far deeper than that. So that's like a marketing thing for her, basically. If you want to, if you want like to, if, brand, if, if, brand, if, brand, if you want to put it like that, a branding thing for it her. Could be, where it doesn't really it have that much her. of a positive. It's not really positive branding, though, is it? Because like, people are there, they're kissing their teeth, they're, yeah. they're leaving. Yeah, like, but they're still listening. But they're still they're still listening. Because they're still listening to the music, and I don't think it. I think it does um, far more good to her. Than actual harm. No, I actually feel like that is the testament to how great her album is, yeah, as opposed her to messages, yeah. her messages from back then. Because again, she still hasn't released any new material, so yeah. people are still holding on to her old stuff. But I feel like the more she basically abuses her fans, they're gonna get tired of <laughs> that. Wow! Thank you. Bro. Thank you. Because no, that is abuse. Okay, cool. She's Lauren Hill. She can do what she wants. But at cool, the same time, cool, if you cool. respect people, you are not yeah, I believe that, but no one ain't jumping at Lauren Hill. No, no, no you, one ain't you jumping ju- at her. You just, you just can't because this is the thing here is that like she's, 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 she's considered as the best female rapper to ever do, to ever do it, um, off of just one project, you know, yeah. and um, 
And I think with that, like, I think the testament that we're talking about that rather than um, her actual verse, mm. I think speaks volumes. <laughs> because I think the verse in and of itself um, was was really, really strong. Yeah. You I, know, especially because, like, there's presence, man. Yeah. You know, and being away from the game for as long as she has and to come in um, and come into the song with such clarity, with such confidence. Cockiness, like, I would say. I really, I think really speaks um, to her overall package as a great artist because... You criticize you criticize Nas for being simple. Mm-hmm. I think this verse from Lauren Hill was very simple, but at the same time, there was so much clarity mm-hmm. behind what it is that she had to say. Yeah, like there was no misinterpretation. Yeah, and yeah, Lauren Hill is much more technical than what she. It's now yeah. exactly. You get me? She is, but like we said, the times move, and you just need to hit the message. And once the message is received, you've done your job. Yeah, that's what I believe. Once they receive that message, your job is done. If they don't receive it, then you know, okay, maybe I should have gave it to you in this way or mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. Yeah. I received it. You received it, right? I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 speaking on speaking on Nas's um speaking on Nas's legacy, right? And you saying that you were a big Nas fan um before this album, mm-hmm. right? Um how would you question Nas's catalogue if you were to remove an Illmatic from it? Do you think that he's still in the conversation yes. as one of the greatest to ever do it? 100%. Why do you say that? I say that because aside Illmatic was... Was that the first? That's the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's, that's, that's when you're coming into the game, isn't it? Like, your training wheels. You get me? Mm. Then you go on you grow a bit and you come with a different part of yourself. And that next part after the training was, I like how he's riding the bike. Yeah. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? He's riding it the right way. Pause. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> you feel me? So with that being said, he's still in my rankings because his music is good. It's good music, man. Yeah. Music's good. It hits. It hits. Every time it hits, you get me? There's more good songs than not to me. Mm. For, so, from Nas. So then, um, with that said... How would you say his catalogue then um, then compares to the likes of a Jay Z, who, especially like within like the first ten years of their of their respective careers, were seen as essentially like in the same league? Like, yeah. would you still see that being the case, or would you say that one's left the other? I say, do you know what? Yeah, I think I prefer. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I think I prefer. Do I prefer more Nas songs than Jay Z songs? I think mm. I actually prefer, like, songs wise, like, I know, listen, Jay Z's my guy. Mm. Yeah, he's up yeah. there, top five, same way. Mm-hmm. But when I li- Jay Z's got a lot of albums that I don't like a lot of the songs. Really? I think I listen to more of Nas's album songs than I do on Jay-Z's. I will choose songs from Jay-Z to listen to and pick certain albums from back, back, but 444, certain of the albums, I don't listen to them. Yeah. yeah. But I'll go back and listen to more Nas albums than I would of Jay-Z. Okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's just off the top. You get me? But would, you, but would you say that 
that because there's more of um, an old vari- an old variation of Nas in his new mu- in his new music than Jay Z. Maybe, maybe so. That makes sense. That yeah, would yeah. make sense. Yeah, because Jay Z's gone a bit thing with it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not. Jay Z again. He's, yeah. he's Basquiat. He's Sean. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? He's Sean Carter. <laughs> That's funny. Um, in terms of Nas's legacy without Ilmatic, I don't know. Hmm. Because I feel like Nas, for me, is in that elite um, place in hip hop. Not necessarily because of Ilmatic. Ilmatic helps a lot, but it's mainly because of his beef with Jay-Z and just his rapping ability that he has demonstrated throughout his career. Although uh, Ilmatic was encapsulating a lot of his clarity and storytelling and that genius, you know, lyricism in one album, he he has still been able to show his talent and his skill set throughout his career. So I don't feel that without Ilmatic, Nas is any less of a goat. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. However, when it comes to comparing him in terms of like catalog, like um, artistry-wise, in a sense, the magic definitely plays a big role in that in that in in his catalog because as a body of work, it really weights heavy uh, in his favor. Yeah, you know, compared to like a, a Jay Z, for example, like Jay Z has a few classics. I feel like for Nas, he doesn't have as many. And when you want to like compete in that category, you need to have a couple of more classic albums. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So in that in that way, yeah, I would say Nas without Ilmatic, it's still Nas, but as a as an artist, it's different. Got you. As an, yeah, it's different. Okay. Well, I guess um, I guess um, rounding up, what would everyone's final thoughts be on? on the album has has anyone's opinion shifted <laughs> is it is it still the same I mean you made a very good comment about the fact that times has, has changed you know before if you were not giving us you know Oxford dictionary people were not rating your lyrics and now it's more so like we want to be able because everything is so watered down and digestible we want to be like, okay, we want to listen to the first round and just move on. I can understand why some of the things were so simple. I still maintain the fact that I want him, I expect him to find a better balance. After the many years that he's put in the game, he's been, he's been, he's been at it for a long time. I just want him to be better at finding that really that that balance. So mm. I will. I'll increase my grading to 3.5. Oh, 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 oh. At least, at least a point five. That's me, brother. But I, I, like I said, I'm, I was still disappointed, and I, and I still feel like he could do better. And I seeing the progression between King's Disease and King's Disease Two, it's not surprising to feel like in the in the next year, for example, even more chemistry with uh, with uh, Hitboy, he can do that. He can find that better balance. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm still I'm still hoping for more basically. Got you. Okay. Um I wanna go back to your question about the where it ranks in his discography. Yeah. 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 Um without Ilmatic, I still think Nas has a solid discography. People are acting as if it was written ain't damn near perfect. Like it was written Facts. has Facts. Yes, it was written it has that tune, Facts. um what's it, where who's rapping from the perspective of being a gun. 
Yeah, I forgot what it's called. Oh, well, I gave you power. I, I gave, gave you power. power. Like yeah. to me, that's one of the best storytelling hip hop songs Sick. ever. Sick. You got Stillmatic. You got Life Is Good. Sick. Um, comparing it to Jay Z, Jay Z's got more classic albums. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. But I still think Nas holds his own without Illmatic, and Illmatic just makes it better. Got you. Yeah. Okay. And I would still rate it for. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, I, all I gotta say is this: is that I think um, Illmatic is really the best start that any rapper could ever want um, <laughs> to have in their career. Yeah. But I do feel like it's um, it's worked against him because everything that he's done Seems subsequent good. to that it's has always been he's measured he's to good. that level of greatness. Yeah. And um, it almost feels that um, he's been chasing yeah. Illmatic, whereas artists like Jay Z have been able to step out of it. Yeah. Quite, like, quite, quite intentionally. Uh-huh. So, um, and that's kind of allowed him to branch more as an artist mm-hmm. um, than Nas, in my yeah. opinion. To where I think he started very strong. I think a few albums in between, a little murky. Mm-hmm. But I think if he finishes with King's Disease 2, I think that's just a great story. You know, you start you start strong, and you end strong as well. Okay. But but I think um I think we'll wrap it up there anyway. Yeah. Um, for time purposes, of course. But um, thanks thanks for tuning in. As always, really appreciate your time. Um, I've been your host, Jordan. Idris. Alright, Judah. And Jojo. Cool. And we'll see you all next time. Peace.